Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional upheaval. Let's have all the oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Terramont Plus. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber. To improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. All right, my talkers, happy hump day. We are hanging out with the one and only Julia. And we have our special guest host, Brittany. It's Brittany Bridge. Yeah. Get naked, get naked, get naked. Oh, don't, naked. don't say that. My get mom naked. is listening. Oh, my God. Stop hey. It. <laughs> hey. We got to give a shout out to the aphasia group that was is coming back from a, um, a nice outing at their friend Paul's house in Wisconsin. My mom just called me. Hey. And, uh, Mike and Marsha and mom. Um, Thank you, everyone. I hope you guys had a good time at the Mike, picnic. Marsha, mom, <laughs> we're going to keep our clothes on. <laughs> yeah, so um, they just called me. My mom's like, will you? And I'm like, what? You know? And I'm like, say your names on the radio. I will say hi to all you guys. <laughs> yeah. Because I was yeah. thinking Mike didn't know um, where mom lived. But everything's under control. And I hope you guys had a great day. What a great group of people. They're just My iconic. mom has met the most amazing people through her aphasia group. Yeah. It's, and your mom is probably the best ever. I love your mom. Every time that we've been, I've been a FaceTiming with her or when I met her at your wedding, I was like, dang-a-lang. Dang-a-lang. Can't dang-a-lang. the apple fall a little close to the tree, mm-hmm. if you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know. And we have, we had some sad news. Um, Really, a friend of Lori and mine, I feel like since we first started on the show, there's been several people who have been with us for the full 21 years. Carla and Kevin, shout out to you guys. They lost. Carla lost her mom, Donna. Oh, sorry, Carla. Who would listen to us and just get a kick out of us forever, you know, and she um, wanted to, you know, Die peacefully at home, and the group um, Carla and the group of people um, at Alina Hospice and the Sisters in Harmony. Um, thank you so much for taking such good care of Donna and Carla yeah. and everybody. And special um, uh, love going out to Donna's family. Carla and Kevin, I'm thinking about you and everybody else. So anyway, it you know years ago when we first started, maybe we were five years on the air. Um, you know, Lori reads every single obituary. Yeah. I, I think that's printed anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, the Duluth News Herald, you know, the Las Vegas Review Journal, St. Paul, Minneapolis. And there was a woman who listened to us all the time. And in the comments, in her obituary was she loved listening to Lori and Julia on FM 107. How crazy is Back that? Back in the day. And I was just like, that's so sweet. Is that surreal to see something sweet. like that? Well, of course it is. And I just... 
You know, when I have a group up in by Web, Web Lake, shout out to you guys. On, Web Lake, um, St. Patrick's Day Parade. You know it, but on oh, Little Bear. That group. And they came out to the fair, and I think their mom had passed away and was an av- you know big listener, and so they still listen. And one of your mom. one of your listeners was talking to me. I think it was either yeah, I think it was at the Dixie Chicks or the Chicks. The Chicks. And um, they were saying how they had their. This woman was talking about her and her sister had their their mom passed away. Listen to the Lori and Julia show all the time, and now whenever they listen, they always feel like their mom is with them because it's such a big part. And I think so how special is that? Yeah. Like, because yeah. you always want to feel so close to them, and like I just that's so cool that that happens to you, and that's just neat. I, well, it makes you feel useful when people come up to you and you've helped me through a hard time. Yeah. You helped me through this or that. That's that just, we love it. So thank you everyone for hanging out with us. It's our privilege. And yesterday it was our privilege to talk to you for almost <laughs> um, 28 minutes without a commercial break. I bragged to my husband about that and that he was could, not shocked that you, me and Grant were able to fill without commercials. He our, was our like, she went down at like 530 and, yeah. and, and then it's like time for our show to be over. I'm like, do we get to go home or do we just have to keep talking like a marathon? What, we are here. here. This is a talkathon. If you want us to quit, just send in 30, 39.99. Um, he, uh, Justin was not shocked that we were able to fill the air. He fill. thought we'd been training for that our whole lives. So. And you, I think you guys both got better grades on what you were talking yeah. about than me, which I feel is wrong. But, you know, we can move on from that. Yours was more of an attacking mode for some weird reason. I just remember yours being very aggressive, your story that you had to bring oh, to the forefront. you're funny. Oh. You're funny. Um, I do have to celebrate that uh, two years from now, I mean, two years I've celebrated two-year anniversary of when Gogo was conceived. Isn't that amazing that you absolutely know the date? I know the date. I know the time. And Justin was not in the room at the time, so can, this music is not appropriate. It really is since we dated fertility treatments. Oh, but that was a bad joke. No, it's it's not bad at all. I know. Um, but it was, yeah. I thank God because when I say he wasn't in the room, that gets a little nerve wracking. That does sound a little loud. Well, yeah, yeah. It does sound I made a them double loud. check the the container though for his his birthday and they stuff. Did. So yeah. I'm glad oh, of that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, well, you know, you got to know whose stuff is going in you. You want to make sure. I live by that. Absolutely. <laughs> also, shout out to Julia's mom after that joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, they're so cute though. I just what a great group of people. So. Yes. Yeah, that's awesome. I know. All right, so the tennis happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. did you did you get on stage? Did you get away without knowing anything? I, it was one of the most disappointing matches I'd ever watched. What if somebody would have told you that going into it? You could have prevented. You could no, have saved it was so. Time. It was over before even a commercial break. Oh. Coco Goff just kicked butt yesterday. Good for her. She's mm-hmm. you know the youngest. She's a teenager that's going to be in the semifinals for the U.S. Open tennis tournament. That's so wild because it feels like she's been around for like three years. But she's the youngest I, since Serena Williams back in the day. How cool is that? I know, and I think she really has a chance to go all the way. So that's been fun. We had a new teenager, Ben Shelton. Yeah, Ben. Did huh? some damage last night. I um, I fell asleep. You did? I fell asleep. It was that uh, half hour of talking straight. It was so much talking yesterday without commercial breaks. Um, <laughs> So, are you now when's the next one you have to watch out for then? Well, it's today. 
So if, it's going on. Every but you day. didn't start out strong like you did yesterday. Well, telling yesterday the world. I was really. I thought that was going to be. You know, I don't like wipeouts. They're boring to me. Yeah, it's like a football game. I like competition. I like nail biters. I like going at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that one was just a blowout against yeah, this time. girl that just blew out the number one player the day before. And yeah. so she didn't have her A game yesterday. Oh, I see. Which. As a 3.0 tennis player. As a 3.0 as well. <laughs> who's been accused of a secretly being a 3.5 at one time. Is oh, this yeah. a handicap for tennis? What it is, is. It, what is that to the number? That's what is a it? It's, it's your level you play with. Okay. And it really, it starts at like a 2.5. So not, we're not that good. <laughs> no, like a 3.0 okay. is kind of handed to you right away. Okay. okay. Well, okay. really, no, sense. I was a 2.5 and I had to earn my 3.0 status. Okay. But <laughs> one of the things about it is 3.0 means you're inconsistent. Yes. And that's what happened to the tennis player yesterday. Oh. But we are we are for sure, if nothing else, inconsistent. Well, I Grant, we were playing a doubles match, and this one lady says, I don't care what they say, you're a 3-5 to me. <laughs> and it got so in my head that she planted a seed of crazy in me where I was like, now I'm a 2-5 after this game, after that set. But she won that round because I was like, she was threatening that you shouldn't be playing with her because you're so much better. Yeah. And then I just all fell apart. As soon as she said that, I was like, am I so talented? Am I so good? <laughs> and then my body was like, no, you are not. Yeah. And no. she definitely quit chiming in about that after that leg set. But but that's a way to get in someone's brain. Absolutely. Say, she got in your head for oh. sure. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> she intercepted me. Why are you playing here? You should be playing in Wimbledon. I was like, I should be. And then everything was <laughs> everything was a wreck. So that's uh, fine. We have a great book um, with a New York Times bestselling author. We're going to talk to her at the bottom of the hour. But right now, we're going to take a break and we're going to come back with stories we can't get enough of. Lori and Julia here with Ann Tressler of Tressler Law. We've been getting some questions from our listeners about divorce, Ann. And one listener asked us, what if my child doesn't want to live with me? Well, we have a saying in family law, and that is that when children reach a certain age, and that can kind of vary, there's nothing in our state laws, but as they get to kind of like 13, 14, 15, they can have a voice, but they don't have a choice. Think of it this way. If your child suddenly said, I'm not going to school, you don't let them make that decision. So they'll have some input on what type of schedule there might be, but they're not going to be the final judge on the issue. And what about moving out of state? Moving out of state is not an easy thing. It's really a case-by-case basis. I would encourage someone to talk to an attorney about it. But our laws really encourage, as long as both parents are actively involved, that the parent-child relationship is priority. So moving out of state without the other parent's consent is pretty tough. For a free one-hour divorce consultation, go to TrustlerLaw.com or use MyTalk keyword divorce. All right, gang, thanks for hanging out with us. It is hump day. And uh, some people, we found out a couple that no longer wants to hump. And that would be Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner. They have um, filed, Joe has filed for divorce from Sophie. And um, they released a statement that after four wonderful years of marriage, we have mutually decided to amicably end our marriage. Then there are many speculative narratives as to why. But truly, this is United decision, and we sincerely hope that everyone can respect our wishes for privacy for us and our children. And we just have a quick audio summary from Good Morning America about their relationship so you can get the gist of it. And I want to give a shout out to Margaret, who sent us something yesterday that said, um, is she the only one sad about this news? And I want to say, no, Margaret, you are not. I think it's sad because when you would see Kevin and his wife, Nick, 
and his wife, Priyanka Chopra, and and Joe and Sophie Turner at events together. They did this really funny thing where the wives roasted the husbands. Yeah. That I watched on Netflix maybe about a year ago or six yeah. months ago. About a year ago, yeah. They look so happy. I know. And, and they I, have two they young are children. Cute couple. Yeah. I think they're endearing. I like them together. It sucks. They were goofballs, and they were they were really brutal with each other in a very fun way. They so. were great. So here's a little, just, just to catch everybody up, and then we'll discuss. Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner calling it quits. Overnight, Jonas filing for divorce in Miami-Dade County after four years of marriage. According to People Magazine, which reportedly obtained the court filing, the 34-year-old claiming the marriage between the parties is irretrievably broken. The duo meeting back in 2016 when Jonas messaged the Game of Thrones actress. No need to seize the last word with Baelish. I assume it was something clever. The pair hitting it off, announcing their engagement the following October. <laughs> Jonas and Turner, now 27, surprising everyone when they tied the knot in a Vegas ceremony after the Billboard Music Awards. Close friend and music producer Diplo live streaming the wedding for millions of fans to watch. A month later, celebrating with a more formal reception in France. Their love story often playing out in public. Turner appearing in multiple Jonas Brothers music videos alongside Priyanka Chopra Jonas and Danielle Jonas. The three women frequently seen stage side at concerts. They've become really a beloved couple through the years because they seem so fun and and happy and just kind of uh, they, they really were they, they were, were really fun yeah but here's here's the thing is that she is saying you know she was on Game of Thrones mm-hmm. and she did not go to college and she was she's British yeah and she didn't go to college because she got cast on Game of Thrones and wanted to do that yes. So she's only 27 now. So she was on Game of Thrones when she was going to be in college. Mm -hmm. And when they met, she was like, if she's 27 now, she must have been like 23. Mm -hmm. And Joe is um, like five years, six years older than her. Yeah. But much more settled down. And um, they've got a one-year-old daughter and a three-year-old daughter. But she feels like... Joe wants to stay home every night. He's 34. Yeah, and she wants to go out. She's 27. She missed this whole, she missed her 20s. It's like Lori and I. Lori wants to go out. I want to be home. You know? Yeah. But couples, and you were talking about differences, do opposites Mm -hmm. attract. Um, And he slid into her DMs, you know, when they first met. Yeah. So that's how they started dating, and it was pretty quick. And she said, oh, I knew the first night we were together that he was the one. Yeah. So it's... It's super sad because, like, you know, the audio said, we are, we're used to seeing all these people having a really great time together. And um, she's been, like, for the last six months, last Christmas, it kind of started with these two where he wants a third child and she's mm-hmm. done. Yeah, because she just spent, she has a, a one and a three-year-old. Yep. And, you know, that's a lot of time pregnant and being home. And she just finally got started to, uh, to film again. She's in uh, England doing a show called Joan. Yep. And so um, there's a lot. I talked to this Hollywood insider this morning who was talking about. I don't want to brag, but you know, I get around. We know that for you. Um, And so she was saying that this is, you know, on Joe's camp is dropping a lot of like this talk around the whole thing of about 
her not being our hit. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. The, the kids being with on tour with him, when reality it's just that way because she's currently filming. In the UK. In the UK. But he's touring. I know, he? but she, so are the, uh, the her, his brother's kids are with him yes. as well. So they have a whole set up there and they just had really leaned into the, well, she's been taking off so much time to have and raise these kids until they started touring. And now it's like her time to kind of go off and do a project. And so they did have a back and forth. And there was like a strong suspicion that Joe Jonas was kind of throwing the first stone or throwing the first little kind of arrow in like the public opinion of like, I'm with the kids all the time while touring. When actually there's a lot set up there. Because I thought the same thing yesterday. And I thought, wow, I can't believe he has the kids while they're touring. It's like, oh, no, there's a whole setup there. Oh, of course. And so, but I guess for me, yeah, this was the latest headline about these two breaking up, is that um, Joe caught, allegedly caught Sophie Turner on their ring doorbell security system. Yeah. Doing or saying something that led to a divorce filing. Yeah. Um, but the, the couple calls it a united decision. So I've looked up. A ring camera can film things up to 30 feet away yeah. from the camera. And um, so they could have a ring in the background. I was listening to cut. Well, um, rings now is like a generic name where it can be the security system it can as be, well. Exactly. Um, but, you know, it's motion activated from 30 feet away. What are you doing right outside of your house with it? But it could be within too, because a ring camera technically is a term that could be used for inside the house sure. as well. But the compromising situation. Okay, what so, is that? Well, I was listening to Bradley and Don talk about it. What was she doing in the backyard, having yeah. cocktails with her friends and doing all this other stuff? I don't know, but it could be um that's a it could be I would hate to be so, you know, I know you love it because we're watching your daughter at daycare right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would just, I would hate to know that much because I we didn't have it, so I don't even know what it would be like to have it. I was so glad I got to, folk, you know, I just, we lived I in had, a different time than you. My, my ex-boyfriend in his house, when we lived together, had not only a ring door camera, had one, had three inside his house and then two in the back. To film you? Just to film everything. That's not. I, I don't. I just. I. I don't get it. And a lot of times we were just watching the cat. 
But like, I kind of forgot. And like, you kind of don't realize how odd that is until you don't. And then you go, oh, yeah. Like, you're being and, watched. All and the time. I, by no means is that what he was doing. But no, he just like, he not. just liked having, I think, that control and eyes on. And it was, you know, a house in Minneapolis that was kind of an area where a lot of people are around. Sure. But still, I'm the same way. Like, we had a ring camera for about 10 minutes in our new house where I was like, the dogs just kept sitting, setting it off. And I'm like, I don't want to deal with this. Right. Right. I don't, but, but it's I know a people, blessing to not have. And to. I think for a lot of people, like a friend of mine has a 96 year old mom that lives with her and yeah. they rely on the camera when they're away to make Absolutely. sure their mom is safe and everything's going on. But I guess what would it have been that it was so substantial? I know these guys were already leading towards it. Yeah. He went this summer to the UK with the kids, try to work on things while she's over there filming. I don't know how she's filming, but it must be a UK production. Yeah. So they're not in the SAG after and the writer strike over here. Correct. So it must be something different, but it just is, you know, she misses her home. She grew up in the countryside with horses and things and they live in Miami. And the blind item that came out recently was talking about how when Sophie met him, he was the hot mess drinking McGee party yeah. animal. And so he settled down with her and then. And she wants, she is only 27. Like that blows my mind. I didn't realize how young she really was. 27 is, that's young. That's a good year. I know. That's a good year. It's a good year. 27 years old. Oh my gosh. Everything was working on this body and face. <laughs> I look good at 27. I'm glad I didn't know you at 27. It's a good year. You would have shamed oh. me out of the room. Oh no. I was a size two, and I remember buying what is that a even bikini, like? <laughs> bought a bikini for like five dollars at a sale that was at like the old um, a size um what was that Campanelli's? No, um, the one that was over by Rupert's. Remember Rupert's? Opitz? No. no, it was no. just like they just had this drop-in shop. I, you, like I, I went over at lunch for my job, and they, there was got a little, little bikini, 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 and I could wear it, and I'm like. Damn. Size two, man. That worked. That worked. That ne- worked. I, even yeah. I came out and I was already a size four. Right out of the womb, they were like, <laughs> What well, didn't last long? And so size long. two is impressive, my dear. Well, anyway, it, it's sad, but they hope everyone leaves them alone. We'll see if anyone does. I doubt it, but um, yeah, I doubt that. I mean, we. It's a bummer. All right, when we come back, world renowned author Carla Ruda, Beneath the Surface. We're going to chat about that book and tell you guys, thumbs up, thumbs down. We'll be right back. Hey, gang. It's Julia here for Learning RX. And we got a great testimonial um, from um, a family about their um, their daughter, Quinn. And she was 16 years old when um, her parents brought her to Learning RX because she struggled with organizational issues and attention issues. Um, she would constantly procrastinate and not complete her homeworks, and her parents had to be on her all the time to complete her work, and it was causing tons of stress in the home. She also had an extremely negative attitude towards school, so they decided, let's go to Learning RX. Let's take the eye-opening one-hour assessment and find out what is going on with Quinn. And they found out that she had a very low working memory and slow processing speed. And they created an individual one-on-one brain training program for her, And she has since done a complete 180. She's on top of her work. She stays on task. She's much more open and confident and happy. Call Learning RX today and see what they can do for you. All right. We are so delighted to have another edition of the Lori and Julia Book Club, or as we like to call it, the Loj Book Club. And Cara Ruda is with us. She's USA's Today's best-selling author. She wrote The Widow. She wrote All the Difference, Somebody's Home, The Next Wife, The Favorite Daughter, Best Day Ever. And Cara, welcome. How are you? 
Thanks. Um, great, great. Good to be with you guys. Absolutely. Okay, you wrote another one. <laughs> I, I, you wrote, this, I did. This is what's I funny. Did. This is funny. I was reading about, you know, you. I, your book is fantastic. But you are a multiple award-winning Amazon Charts and USA Today bestselling author of contemporary fiction that explores what goes on beneath the surface of seemingly perfect lives. So exactly, exactly. So get, you must have had an interesting childhood, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> so your new book, yeah. Happy Book Birthday. I think your book Thank birthday's you. tomorrow, isn't it? Um, it came out yesterday. Oh, yesterday. So okay, it's one day old. One day old. Well, yeah. thanks for being with us. It's beneath the surface. Can you let our listeners know what this book is all about? Sure. I like to describe it. One of the um, authors who blurbed it called it. Succession meets the White Lotus on a billionaire's yacht on a trip to Catalina Island. So that kind of sums it up because it's it's a succession story. There's the Richard Kingsley who is um, older and he's got to figure out which of his kids to live his leave his huge business fortune to. And it's White Lotus-ish because you're on this um, mega yacht sailing yes. to Catalina Island off the coast of um, California. And then it's kind of uh, turns a little dark because it's suspense and it's supposed to. <laughs> so it, that is it in a nutshell. And you know what? I, I love that because I just feel like you kind of sort of want to care for some of the characters, but you just can't because they're so evil because everyone's just on this huge money grab. But the deviant yeah. ways that the boys, the the daughter, the white, you know, everyone's going about it. It's pretty interesting because at the bottom line, the only thing that really matters is money. Right. Yes. Or at least that's what they think. And right. So I think they kind of, some of them learn a lesson. They do. Right? Yeah. For sure. Yeah, for sure. But yes, they are definitely all money focused. And um, Paige, I would say the wife of one of the sons. She's uh, cute. Yes. Yeah, she's not as much into the money yes. grab as she is into, like, kind of making sure her family, she's just a nervous wreck going on this yes. trip with all these people. So, yeah, she's the most normal, I guess, of the characters, but the rest of them are definitely just um, laser focused on the money. Do you like, did you did you have fun writing this book? I did. It was so fun because I got to be on a yacht. Oh, is <laughs> that, was that your research? Yeah, no, I haven't been on one yet. I still <laughs> plan to do it, but I do. We live on the, you know, along the coast in Laguna Beach, and there are occasionally the mega yachts that cruise by, and so that's that was kind of the inspiration too. I'm like, wow, what would it be like to just be one of those people on those yachts, and they just go all around the world, and yeah, that that was kind of it. So I did, you know, research was going online and looking at all these fabulous mega yachts all over the place. Oh. <laughs> just, parking my uh, people in them. <laughs> oh, yeah, I would die. You know, the um, why can't I think of his Richard's latest wife's name? Uh, Serena. Serena. Oh, my word. I, a wreck <laughs> of a person. I, I just, I love her clothes. I love the detail. You know, I watched Housewives last night, and it, she just felt like she'd be one of the housewives. Just fit right in. Fit right oh, in. Yeah. You would love that, for she, sure. She yeah. would, but what a fun book to write, you know. And then, of course, Lori isn't here today. And she read this like in a day. Julia, this is an instant bestseller. I just read it in a day. It's so yummy. I gobbled it all up. But what you do bring up in it is the infamous death of, can you please say who? Oh, yes. Natalie Wood. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, I have actually, you know, I've been to Catalina um, Island, of course, because it's right out yonder on the horizon. And um, it's such a beautiful place and a fun place, but also it has like, a, you know, there's tragedies that yes. happen out in the middle of the ocean. So, yeah, I remember one of the trips there, the people that invited us, the captain of the boat, was saying how he knew the captain of the boat and that it was for sure murder and all this. You know, there's this, I mean, yeah. So Really? He's that. Yeah, yeah, there's some, I mean, he's just telling me I have no idea. I mean, I know that the, the sister of Natalie Wood wrote a book that kind of pretty much made it look like it was completely murdered by Robert Wagner, but right. I wasn't there. I just think that that's pretty much the common um, thought of all the people who were around when it happened and, you know, just kind of the folklore of the situation. Yes, so, but the captain yeah. changed its history. And the reason I'm just going to do a side um, note here, we are talking with best-selling author Carol Ruda, her latest book, Beneath the Surface, is a page-turner thriller about extremely wealthy people on a mega yacht and um, all vying for who's going to be the successor. And it, it's just juicy and good. But before, Brittany, my colleague here, wants to ask you a question. But before she does, I just want to say one last thing on Natalie Wood. Yes. Lori would not let this story go. We've been on the air 21 years, Cara. It, yeah. We had on the author of the book. We had on the captain's author of his book through his cousin in Iowa. We had on the police reports. I mean, she would not let this go to a point where our old producer would just like turn off her mic. <laughs> because we, we were just going crazy with it. But in, at the end of the day, she's probably going to be vindicated if anyone will talk. All right. right. Now, now back to you. Right. Okay, I have a question. When you're writing characters like this that are so big and so hateable, is your job, you know, to be um to write them so interesting that even if they have evil motives, that's okay? Or do you find yourself kind of falling in love with them and, and sprinkling in some some personality that would be likable? You know, it's it's funny, and I, you know, I don't know why I have all these evil characters in my brain, but I do. And so, <laughs> I am not an outliner, so I'm what they call a pantser. So when I sit down, I usually start with a title yeah. and one character, and then everyone else kind of falls in from there. So in this case, I started with Paige, and so I knew her, and then all these other people started appearing. I'm like, wow, you're bad. You're bad, too. So I... I think, you know, with characters, they all need a motivation. So yeah. I guess I probably know what they're motivated by. In this case, almost all of them are motivated by the money. So that was pretty clear. But I don't know really how they – but they kind of come to my mind, like, who they are. Yeah. <laughs> and then they start talking to me, and I just write their story. So. I love that. Thank it, you for sharing. No, I, good question, yeah. Brittany. Do you – like, so Richard is the patriarch, and he's the one – that's trying to decide who's going to be the successor of their family business. And he is so manipulative and guarded. It really reminds you of, I can't think of the guy's name on Succession, the dad. Oh, Roy. Roy. Uh, yeah. Uh, Logan Roy. Logan, Logan Roy. Roy. I mean, really, how people's yeah. minds work because of money. I know. I know, and it kind of, it turns off like a big piece of your soul, it seems like. I know. You have that much money, at least. You know, the character wise, and, and that's kind of how I imagined him just, you know, because you're so guarded and you can't trust anyone. Right. And so, uh, yeah, so you, you just have all this, and your entire purpose in life is to amass the money and keep the money. Yeah. And then, of course, the, towards the end, you got to figure out who to give it all to because you can't spend it and you can't take it with you. <laughs> no, you can't. And, you know, and just the, 
I love the descriptions of all the um, wonderful things that I just love how they dress and everything and the good looking one with hair. And <laughs> I mean, I, I just I really love all the details. And then, of course, you know, the storm. I This is a great yes. book. You're going to do so well with this. Oh, I, I, so I, think, I think it would just be kind of fun because, you know, White Lotus has been on land. Yeah. Except for we had a little mm-hmm. boating part in we Italy. Did. Oh, rest in peace. Yes, we had the little too boating soon. thing. Too soon, oh, too soon. But, oh, this, yeah. this would be good. This would be a good, like, you know, TV show. I know. Yeah, we should tell someone. I don't know who. <laughs> we're on top of this. We're going to, we're going to, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll make a vision board. That's we, the extent we can do for you. We will. Okay, I like that. Do you have like a, um, a last favorite book of a different author besides yourself that you absolutely loved that you read recently? There's so many and I love so many. We, I've been doing a thing called Killer Author Club with two other authors and we, every other Tuesday we host another different author in the kind of mystery suspense space. So we have been reading a lot of books, but I will say something that is kind of in the vein of what I like to write, Stone Cold Fox. Oh. By, um, Rachel, Rachel Kohler Croft okay. is really good. And she has uh, rich people behaving badly as well. Oh, okay. yes. <laughs> so it's a really good story. Oh, I love yeah. that. All right, I'm going to check into that. But I know, I hope that everything happens great with you with your book, like your other books. You you write a great thriller. Oh, thank you so much. And Absolutely. thanks for having me back again. Well, of course, of course. And thank your um, publisher. Um, they do a great job. Your publicity oh, people. They do a great job. I work with them a lot. And hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. They're lucky and they're lucky yeah they're lucky we're all lucky you, and we're lucky and i'm lucky okay yeah, I, have, I have a question for you okay so you host a podcast talking to other authors and your authors talking to authors is there a question that you think like a novice like um Lori and i forget to ask you that you think is extremely important to ask authors oh great oh my gosh that's a great question you're not a novice you've been doing this 20 years i know um i you know, I, I think you do a great job because I think what, to me, what's the, the best kind of interview is when it just kind of flows and mm-hmm. you're, it's more conversational. So to me, it's about how the questions kind of link together as opposed to like moving to one question and then another question. Right. And that's what you do so well, right? So that's what we try to do on the Killer Author Club. We're not as experienced as you are, but we're <laughs> learning. And the one thing we do do on our show, which yep. is throws people off, is we have a question of the episode, so it's either, who do you kill? Why do you kill? How do you kill? And somebody who hasn't watched this show, they're like, what? <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I love that. Someone just tuning in. They get all frozen, and I'm like, no, fictionally speaking. Yeah, fictionally me, you know? speaking, so, yeah. No, I like that. 
Yeah, yeah so that's the fun part of it. That is. Do you have a favorite way to kill off people? I do. I like to kill them subtly. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I usually like to use some kind of poison. That's my favorite method. <laughs> I, I, there's a lot. A psychologist could have again, a field day with you today. We don't know what I, happened to your childhood, Cara. Cara, no, you are. You should be studying. <laughs> Well, I, know, I, I don't know where all this stuff comes from, but it's great. Yeah, it I, great. You, you write a great thriller. The book is Beneath the Surface. Thank you so much for being with us. The author is Cara Rudolph. You're going to want to pick this up. And we've got two copies. Um, if you give us a buzz at 651-641-1071. Thanks again, Cara, and best of luck yeah. with this. We'll look forward to talking to you with your next book. Sounds great. Thank you so much. Okay, take care. <laughs> She's darling. I know. She's, she's so she writes, cute. She I writes l- great books. I love that you asked her for advice. And she was like, I want to ask you for no, advice. I'm, you guys were so, but it was, was so endearing and sweet. Yeah, it was lovely. That was cool. Because these authors, you know, during COVID have started up all these like interviewing other yeah. authors. And I wonder, is there some inside author question I that I miss that. out on? I mean, I, 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 cool. I love, yeah. I think she was on to something saying it's very conversational, less like. What is book about? Where is book going? <laughs> Who, where? What, why what? did book exist? Yeah. So you, Who, what, when, where, why? Kind of killing it. She's darling. The book is beneath the surface. We're going to take a quick break. Grant's going to take your calls. Please, if you've won a book lately, yeah. um, don't give us a buzz because we have to spread the love. Yeah, mom. And when we come back, oh, I'm just breaking big news that broke <gasps> yesterday, but Lori misses the big stories, but she's <laughs> not here. <laughs> we need her, does. We'll be right back. All right, so here's the deal. So yesterday, it was all over news that they're, today the Rolling Stones are going to make an announcement. And um, it's going to be streamed, and it, it's they're announcing for the first time in 18 years, they're coming out with a new album called Hackney Diamonds. Okay. And um, the band will share details today of the release of an event in East London's Hackney mm. uh, District today, where Mick Jagger, Keith Richards, and Ronnie Wood will be interviewed live by the Tonight Show host Jimmy Fallon. So he went over to the UK to do this live. You can watch this on YouTube if you want to watch it. I, it was live streamed, but I, I'm sure YouTube Lube Tube keeps the Lube Tube sounds like a totally I different kind of website. They keep they keep it there. So um. This is their first album since 2005, and before that, their last album before 2005, and I forgot to do the math, was in 1978. Oh, dang. We got some time. Yeah. These guys don't put out albums. Yeah. And this album, they've got... um, 46 years or something, yeah. Yeah. They've got two tracks that features um, Charlie Waters, who's passed away, but they had his drumming stuff on tracks. The rest of the tracks are going to be with this guy, Steve Jordan, who I'm sure is a classic drummer that's worked with everybody. I just didn't have time to do the research. But the people that are going to be singing on it, it's kind of like, you know, how Dolly Parton did a rock and roll thing. Yeah. She did duets with people. Uh, yeah, covers and duets. Yeah. Just, yeah. These guys, I think this is original music. Dang. Or maybe they just recovered their music. We don't know. Angry's a new song. Yeah, it's mostly, from what I've read and understand, it's mostly all new music. So Stevie Wonder mm-hmm. collaborated with them. Paul McCartney collaborated with him, Lady Gaga. And then we have this old track when Lady Gaga sang... Um, Gimme Shelter. Yep. And this was, a, um, I believe this was from the uh, one of their concerts. I can't remember. It was, Those are big shoes to fill yeah. if she's doing oh, Gimme Shelter. But she's but, but got check, a big voice. Yeah, check I know. This out. This I'm is, a little nervous, though. She sounds amazing. Yeah. He does. That, uh, did you ever see 20 Feet from Stardom? 
I started watching that about um, the the people, the backup singers. Yeah, yeah. and that one was uh, Mary Clayton, who does the Gimme Shelter. Yeah. And even though Lady Gaga does a great job. Well, of course. I'm just saying. Well, I'm you're just, already used to the way the original sounds in your ears. I, and what's crazy about the whole background story is that is they like woke her up in the middle of the night to do that. And she was like wearing her pajamas mm-hmm. and her curlers in her hair and belted that out. Can you, why, why didn't God give me a voice? He I don't know. You because a, we, he, you got a half of one. Because you know what? You can only have so much talent in ah, one body. Well done. We can't, we can't. <laughs> our, our stage presence alone would blow <laughs> the roof off of this town. Ta- we, there we'd be left shambles. Cities would not stand I anymore. Know, I know. I would be the most amazing I, Broadway star. It would I just agree. be too much. We couldn't handle it. All right, so there's this big thing going around, and I don't really like it, but I thought for our Swifties, you might appreciate this, but it's Beyonce kind of versus Taylor Swift. Like, no, no, no. But the only thing I'm going to say one thing about it <laughs> is that the difference in the Showtime runs, Yeah, Taylor Swift, three hours and 23 minutes, Beyonce, two hours and 29. Which is impressive. It's great. I, I, I've seen... Them both twice. Oh, love yes, them both. Yes, Cried yes. at both of them. Right. Like there's, I don't like comparing the queens. Oh, um, but there's a big difference. But you know no, what? You, is what okay do you mean? About that? There's a difference in the. They, they had two different concert tours. Beyonce has three small children. Yeah. Or Blue Ivy's what nine now or ten? Yeah, and she was in the show. She was in the show. Yeah. And it's different. And but I just thought it was interesting that now here we're comparing women. Do we ever see a Garth Brooks? I know. Tour That's compared what I'm saying. To Luke Bryan or no, something? You know, we you don't. never see the guys be true. compared. That's true. So I just wanted to put it out there. There's. This is how male-dominated media sometimes works. They're pit- pitting the women who kicked butt mm-hmm. um, in the live concerts this summer. And Taylor Swift alone, what a phenomenon that she's going to have the best-selling movie. Probably it's going to make a billion dollars. I mean, I swear to God. I want to take a quote from You Need to Calm Down by Taylor Swift, where she says, <laughs> And we see you over there on the internet comparing all the girls who are killing it. Yep. But we figured you out. We all know now. We all got crowns. You need to calm down. I, we are not gonna. We are not I in the game that. of comparing Beyonce and Taylor Swift. They are. You can't compare Apples them. Apples and oranges. They. They are. They are both insanely talented, and I've lost my mind at both concerts. I cannot wait for the extra ticket that you bought that you're going to give to me to the movie. Paris to the movie. tour. But here's. It's the day after Project Down and Dirty, which is a Saturday. Yeah. Well, what else am I going to be doing but recovering from all the gold I'm chains saying, around my neck from right. winning the carrying championship? But if you think that it's a whole sitting game, like we are going to dance at this movie theater. Oh, do you think? Eleven thirty a.m. on Eden Prairie, we're going to dance a little bit. <laughs> we're going to dance a little I'm bit. I'm kind of excited to dress up and okay. Yes, I mean, I queen. didn't go to the concert. I had so much FOMO over all these concerts that that's going to be kind of fun. Right. Mary just asked me when is Project Down and Dirty so I can buy my. Uh, tickets to go see the Taylor Swift movie. Um, yeah, it's a great point. It's uh, October 11th to the 13th. 13th yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and then the and Taylor Swift movie. movie is just going to be indefinitely till they don't sell out everything. Oh, You're I'm, welcome. My talk 107.1 where talk is fun because I did not. I'm not going on the 13th because I'm going to Project Down and Dirty. <laughs> it was a hard decision, but I know it's to go to a movie of a concert I've already seen <laughs> or go help raise money. You win this round. Thank you. You're such a giver. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia, and you're listening to My Talk 101 or or 107. (laughs) Point one. You'll find us. 107.1.